What's up, girls, gays, and theys? Welcome to The Thought Topic, a comedy podcast about surviving your 20s. And honestly, we all really, really could use some help. It's me, Christian, your thought therapist here to help guide you to the best of my thoughty knowledge on all things adulting. So let's get it, shall we? Shall we, Sav? <laughs> Welcome back, thoughties, to another episode. No, okay, hold on. <laughs> We're please, gonna die. Please hold for thunder, actual thunderstorm. Um, okay, let me let me ding that entrance. <clears throat> Welcome back, thoughties, to another episode of the Thought Topic with your host Christian Sanchez. That is moi. Um, today is another solo episode, and I am joined by my lovely business manager, Savannah. Hi, baby. Hey, welcome back. It's been a minute since we had like a solo style episode like this, but I'm excited to do it. Um, so today, y'all, we are talking about rejection. Earlier today, I pulled up a clip from the Zoe 101 episode of them singing the little cheer to Logan, where they're like, rejected, rejected. You just got rejected. R-E-J-E-C-T-E-D, rejected, right? <laughs> Yikes. And it's funny because when I was going to find that clip, before I actually, you know, took the time to like, fucking google it to see what it was from it was just like sitting in the depths of my memories and i was trying to ask savannah i was like do you know what that rejected chant is from i can't remember it but i remember singing it as a kid and i often do this to you where instead of something i could like easily google or just like look up for myself i just ask you literally everything as if you're just my personal google (laughs) when we have a fucking google home too that's the sad part anyway (laughs) So yeah, so today we're talking about rejection, um, what to do, what, how to handle rejection. Obviously going to be in the context of like sex and dating because duh, that's what we fucking talk about. But you know, I think some of these thought tips will be universal and transfer, transfer over well into even like if you're getting rejection from a job or I don't know, what are other things you get rejected from besides like dating i don't really experience a lot of it so i wouldn't oh okay savannah (laughs) she just gets everything she wants okay just kidding just kidding no it's true i i guess that's the only time i can really think of rejection because i'm like an actor and then like if i'm dating you can get rejected by like day-to-day people too like you don't have to be dating them true like Like, someone you want to be friends with and they're like no i don't want to be friends with you sis true or like if you're at a coffee shop and you hold the door open for someone and you and they like don't say thank you you're like or you try to do something nice for someone they're like go fuck yourself and you're like never mind (laughs) so yes so we're talking about rejection that's the theme for today but first as always quick announcements make sure you check out our website christiantsanchez.com slash the thought topic podcast and there's a hyphen in between the thought topic podcast there you can buy our merch we have stickers iphone case a little tank top that you can cut into a crop top very cute very fitting for this fucking degree weather (laughs) It's, it's hot. It's hot. It's very hot. But yeah. Um, so yeah, so go on there. That's where you can get your merch. Um, some people have reached out to me saying like their merch is taking, taking a little bit of time. We use a third party site to help sell our merch. So, um, I literally have no control over that, but it usually comes within a month. 
So once you order it, it comes within like a three week span of time generally. But if you run into any issues, like the server being down, uh, reach out to the party site and they can't, and you don't get an answer from them, just let me know and we'll fucking handle it, right? Let's get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So make sure you get that merch, support the thought topic on our website as well. You can also submit a thought tale. Uh, I love this feature and I love reading questions, advice, and thoughty stories that y'all have to share. So please, if you are ever inspired to tell me a thoughty story or have a question or have an idea you would like me to talk about on the thought topic, just submit it there. It's easier for me. I also pay for Google Suite, so I might as well get my money's worth out of it. So please <laughs> use the thought tale forum. If you need the link, I will send it to you, but try to keep it that way. All right. So yeah, um, before we talk about rejection today though, I wanted to do a little warm up also slash check in with just like generally how my life is going thoughties i'm so bad i'm so glad to be back and just like i don't know having my like one-on-one -on -one time with my babies i feel like my thoughts are my family i feel like a single mom sometimes and i'm like oh, i just need like one-on-one -on -one time with my kids you know i think that's the closest i'll ever get to motherhood honestly yeah <laughs> i saw a tiktok the other day that was a girl just like doing self-care activities like reading and making her bed and it was like Y'all, I know we made this promise back in April that we were gonna be outside all summer for hot girl summer, but we've done it, okay? Like <laughs> you've been to every rooftop in Manhattan. You have, you know, drank your margarita's worth of money. It's okay to stay inside now. Like it's okay to fucking relax and take care of yourself. Like it's fine, relax. <laughs> and I was like, damn, I'm really feeling that right now. Um, Yeah, so I think that's the energy a lot of people are feeling right now. How do you feel, Sab? Do you feel like you've like done everything you've wanted to do this summer? Or like, are you still looking forward to like doing a few more? How do you, how are you feeling about it? I feel like I still want to do like a little bit more because I haven't done that much, but I also have not been out nearly as much as you have. <laughs> I don't think anyone has besides like Diani. Yeah, literally, that's it. <laughs> that's it. I I started, I would highly recommend this to my fellow thoughts. Hit up that group chat of your fellow thoughty friends and just curate a list of the last things you want to do in the month of, or in the last month of summer. All right, so let's get into our warm up for today. That is going to be a section I'm going to call Yelp reviews. So if you're a fan of the thought topic, you've probably heard me mention this before, this concept, or if you know me as a person, this is something I generally say a lot. So often when I am dating someone and we start talking about like our interests in bed or like our past experiences sexually, I always like to drop the phrase, well, I do have a five out of five on Yelp, which is like very flirty, but also true. Um, I, and this concept of a Yelp review is saying that, you know, my past sexual partners give me a Yelp rating, right? And here at The Thought Topic, we take Yelp ratings very seriously. I mean, Savannah, you can attest to this. If we're gonna go to a new spot that we heard about on TikTok, we're also gonna do our research and look at it on Yelp, right? Or like Google reviews or whatever the fuck. You're asking a Virgo, so yes. Yes, no, I know, you're the queen of that. <laughs> I like, it is my favorite activity to look at the menu. I have to see the food in order to know that I actually want it. Right, and like my thing is too, is I never was that kind of person prior to like me living with you, I think. <laughs> but now I can like, I can't, I'm gonna have to get into the habit of it when we don't live together anymore because I'm used to you doing it now, so. 
when we like look up a new brunch spot, you're like, oh yeah, on Yelp, it got this, this, and this. And here are the photos. I'm like, ah, yes. <laughs> I also need to make sure that like the the portion sizing is like okay with the price that it is. Cause sometimes they'd be charging you up the ass for literally nothing. And mm-hmm. I'm a hungry girl. I need my food. So the whole point in saying this is that we take Yelp reviews seriously. And so often in different group chats I'm in with my friends, I will ask them after a dick appointment, pussy appointment, whatever you want to call it, a sexual encounter, I will ask them, what is your Yelp review? And so I wanted to read some on Thought Topic today and also (laughs) read a Yelp review that I received about myself. Are you ready, Sav? Let's get it. Are you ready, Thoughties? Let's fucking get it. Okay, here we go. We're, so we're getting into some Yelp reviews. Okay, so I want y'all to keep in mind, these are from some of my friends that I have curated over the years. And by years, I actually mean years. That's not an exaggeration. So here we go, y'all. If this is your Yelp review that you submitted to me and you're a friend of mine, thank you for the content. Prompt, write a Yelp review of your last dick appointment. The venue wasn't great there. There was honestly dirty clothes everywhere, but honestly, great service overall. Okay, not bad. I would say (laughs) it says great, but really great service. If you get your nut, you get your nut. That's great. But for me, I cannot handle being in an uncleanly environment if I'm having sex or if I'm just going to like go to someone's house I'm interested in. So I would not give, if someone had a bad like home situation, like we're talking like no sheets, one pillow, or like you don't have hand soap in your bathroom or toilet paper. Like that's not, that's not a journey I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on. To be honest though, I haven't encountered that since I was in college. Well, yeah, no, I'm thinking back to college. Yeah. My thing is like, if you're over 22 or you're not a student, like even that's unacceptable if you're a grown ass person and you have, and you do not have hand soap in your bathroom, that makes me question your hygiene, especially hello after COVID. But... Um, yeah, if you're over the age of 22, absolutely do you have no excuse. Or like, why are we still talking about this no bed sheets thing? Who's sleeping on a mattress raw dog? That is disgusting to me. The amount of, do you know what bed mites or dust mites are? Yeah. Like, okay, thotties, if you don't know what a dust mite is, let me bring you back to seventh grade fucking science class. Dust mites exist in our fucking sheets and clothes and shit. And it's un, like, that's why we have sheets in the first place because like you know germs are a thing you also sweat in your sleep so if you are sleeping without a sheet on this fucking gross because then it's just like you don't wash your mattress i mean like you can if something spills on it but like a mattress is never fully clean no it can never get back to its original state like yeah so i don't know so overall like this yelp review this is not a place i would go granted i'm never i am not interested in the business of fucking anyone my friends have fucked but i'm just saying for conversation's sake we're reviewing these dick appointments like sex appointments as if they were like restaurant menus so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna label that as a three out of three out of five stars (laughs) after i just went the fuck in (laughs) okay this one says consistency of her coming was fine but level of orgasm left me wanting more oh man there's always more work to be done in a situation like that like and this was from a guy friend of mine i think like the thing is about that is like there have definitely been times the first time i've hooked up with someone that like they didn't do a bad job but i'm like they're definitely could have like we there there's areas of improvement but it, that's not a deal breaker to me you know yeah because you can always teach you can always teach there and like if you're still like 
kind of getting to know someone sexually like it's gonna be a little awkward at first but overall like i would probably in a way if it leaves you wanting more to me that's a good thing so you would go back right yeah yeah it's kind of like if you go to a restaurant and you're trying to decide between two different food items or like two different drinks or something you're like i'm just gonna get that one and it was like pretty good but you're like "Mm, i feel like the other one would have been better and you kind of regret not picking the other one right then you're gonna go back and get the second one Mm -hmm. next time you go so Mm -hmm. yeah this is giving 4.2 4.2 out of 5 is good okay good good work (laughs) (laughs) okay let's see okay this one says zero fucking stars what a fucking waste red flag y'all it's fucking clown that's giving clown shit um that's giving clown fucking vibes okay so i don't even need to waste more breath on this we just know it's a we're leaving a bad review and never going back it is on the do not eat do not participate list it should be shut down send in a health inspector (laughs) okay this one says best sex of my life gave me a uti though and gave it a four oh they wrote four out of five stars on this Okay, I just want to say something. I have definitely participated in sex. That was so good. It gave me a UTI. Can I get an amen? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Like sometimes there is just a point when you're having sex with somebody and you you can just feel it. You're like, oh no, I'm definitely going to get a UTI oh, from yeah. this. Oh yeah, 100%. <laughs> but you're like, fuck it, I'm already here. Like, yeah, let's just Yeah, there's no go. going back at that point, so you might as well keep going. I would give five out of five for that. They gave a four out of five, but... I'm here for the five out of five. For this next one, it says, seven out of 10, hot Hawaiian boy, points deducted for practicing his stand-up on me. Okay, I will preach this till the day I die. You never wanna hook up with just someone who's just plain hot. You always wanna hook up with the funny guy or the funny person. AKA, like that is every comedian's appeal. I have always said, if you can make me laugh, you can make my pussy laugh. That is just like a motto I live by (laughs) because, well, and here's the thing too, like when you have personality, you have a little bit of flavor, call me fucking basic or cliche, but if you have personality, I'm way more likely to want to hook up with you or sleep with you just because I know like you're fun. You're maybe a little bit more adventurous and I'm just naturally more attracted to people like that. So Honestly, if you're hot, I can sit through some bad practice of stand-up if it means like, you know, a 7 out of 10. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I would definitely hook up with a 7 out of 10 again. I have hooked up with many 7 out of 10s. So. I literally, you know, I literally said this to my friend earlier today. We were walking in the park and talking about like guys like we're attracted to or whatever. And I said, I would always rather hook up with a hot 6. That's funny. And then I paused and I was like, well, maybe not a 6. Probably like a 7. That's funny. But. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Like some of the creatures I've encountered but (laughs) are a little questionable um but yeah always always go for the funny guy if you're doubting it just go for the funny guy they're if anything they're gonna be so grateful and all uh, the last testament i will say to that too is there's a reason people find pete davidson attractive and it is not those under eye bags girl it is not the crohn's disease it is definitely because he's funny to round this segment out i'm gonna read my own yelp review that i got i mean i guess it's not like a full full yelp review but maybe I should just put this in my like dating app profiles but recently I hooked up with somebody who um 
who has listened to my podcast and that we've like openly talked about it. I mean, I guess like everyone I've hooked up with knows I have a podcast, but if they listen to it or if they don't is I don't actually know. Some of them might be lying to me, but uh, this guy that I hooked up with knows that I have a podcast. The night after we hooked up, he texted me and said, hey, I just wanted to say about last night and sent me a gif of a guy clapping and said that shit was hot and I definitely enjoyed myself. And I said, ha ha ha, the reviews are in. It was hot as fuck, not bad at all for a drunk hookup. He said, yeah, I'm glad I was able to help you do a little more research for your pod. Let me know if you need a research partner again. (laughs) And so I would just like to say to my thotties, y'all, Yelp reviews, if you haven't learned from this segment, you definitely know now, are definitely fucking helpful. And uh, now I have public proof that yes, I am a certified thought and that I am definitely a quali- qualified by my, by my customers that I am good at what I do. <laughs> Creates a whole podcast just to convince people I'm good in bed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. So that's all I had for a warm up this week. So let's get fucking into the tea rejection, baby. Ooh, oh man. This is something I used to really fucking struggle with. So that's why I'm glad we are talking about this today. Um, Cause you know, I joke around all the time that I'm like, oh, I have a God complex. And like, yes, I am very confident with myself, but like, it doesn't matter how fucking confident you are. Being rejected fucking sucks. So I came up with a good process and way on how I like to handle rejection or the way I think through it, um, especially in a dating context. Context. So I hope y'all find this helpful. Um, and so let's just fucking get into it. How to handle rejection with your thought therapist. <clears throat> I would just like to also put a disclaimer that this is more in like a dating context, like when you're seeing people or hooking up with someone and it doesn't end up working out. This isn't necessarily like if y'all break up like out of a relationship because that's a little different because people break up for different reasons, not just because they're like, oh, I don't like you anymore. Okay. I just wanted to clarify. So how to handle rejection? Step number one, recognition recognize that you are being rejected. Um, I struggle with this personally because I like to live in la la land. And if someone rejects me, I like to just ignore the problem and distract myself and act like it never happened. (laughs) I, I, okay. If you want proof that I do this, go back to the episode called, um, boys will be boys with my friend Noah. And I definitely talk about how whenever I've been ghosted, I haven't noticed it because I just like move on with talking to the next person. which is true and I can attest to, but okay. Recognition. Let's, let's, let's dissect this for a second. So recognition when you are being rejected just means to like acknowledge that like someone is not into you. So maybe when I was younger, I like really internalize this in a bad way, but I feel like I've always been kind of I definitely have good intuition on when like, I I can always pick up the vibe if someone's not into me anymore. So I just think that you have to acknowledge it. You're like, oh, this person, maybe if they're not straight up directly telling you like, hey, I'm not into you, you recognize their behavior. For example, if like someone, if you keep trying to make plans with someone and they're avoiding you or they're not being super responsive, it's... that's where the phrase take the hint comes in, right? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So I feel like, you know, I, I know people, I have people in my life before who doubled down and they don't like to take the hint. I've been on one side of like, I've been on the side of it before where like, I'm trying to reject a guy by kind of like subtly fading away, like not really responding responding. And then they just double down and keep hitting me up. And, um, I will admit like, that's definitely not the most healthy way to like reject someone. But uh, like whenever I've been on the opposite end of that, when I can tell someone's behaving that way with me, I just take, I recognize it as like, oh, they probably like aren't that into me and just kind of like go from there. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? Like yeah. that's like kind of a subtle way of doing it. And you know, when we've talked about like ghosting before on our show, like we've talked about how like it's better to just be direct and upfront with someone, but let's face it, most people are not gonna do that. So it's kind of just being able to recognize the pattern or recognize like someone's bad or inconsistent behavior, right? Right. It's like in the middle of like completely like being open and honest and communicating it and then like ghosting someone. It's right in the middle. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Because like they're giving you hints. It's not like it's not obvious. They are not interested in you. And you know what, whatever their reason may be, it doesn't really matter because their actions are saying otherwise. So like if someone watches your Instagram story, but then they don't respond to your texts, they're probably not into you. You know what I mean? Or maybe they are into you, but they don't want to make time for you. So you have to be able to like recognize that, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. I definitely, I think when I was, I, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, I think that when I was younger, like in college, I would think just because like someone liked my picture on Instagram, I'm like, oh, they're into me. (laughs) And then I would like hit them up to like hook up or something or like hang out. And then they didn't answer or they were like always busy or some shit. And I'm like, wait, but they like me. And it's like, no girl, if they like you, they would make time for you. You got to recognize, right? Right. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just like thinking back to the conversations we've had, like with that in it was just really funny oh yeah there was definitely I remember like my junior year I was kind of seeing this guy and he was so fine I like had a little crush on him you you'll probably know who I'm talking about as I start talking about him but there's this one guy freshman year I thought was so hot but I was dating someone else at the time and then junior year I finally got the chance to like hook up with him and we were kind of like hooking up for a couple months and then towards the end of first semester he kind of started like ghosting me a little bit and like anytime I would hit him up to hang out he just like wouldn't respond or he would be like oh I had I have to I actually can't today I gotta do this I remember he came to see a musical I was in (laughs) I remember he came to see the musical I was in that semester and I gave him free tickets to go like a fucking simp and I didn't even want to date him I just thought he was hot and I liked hanging out with him but I gave him tickets to come see my show and then he came to see it because I remember seeing him in the audience. And afterwards, when the cast all comes out to like say hi to the audience and like see their friends who came to support them, he wasn't there. So I texted him and I was like, hey, where did you go? And he goes, I had to leave to feed my roommate's gecko. And so that was like the moment for me that I had to be like, oh, yeah, no, this like he's not that into me. Like we just hook up sometimes. Not the gecko. Not the gecko. Like he literally said I had to not even his gecko, his roommate's gecko. He's like, this is how much I like really don't want to wake this bitch up or how I'm like not that into her. 
her. And Honestly, I was just like, 10 out of 10 for creativity. Like I'm here for it. Uh, same. <laughs> so y'all, the first step is recognition. Now you could double down and live in a state of delusion, but that's usually not going to end well for you. Uh, I would just like to speak from experience. Like had I kept hitting up um, Gecko Boy, I'm going to call him that, Gecko Boy, after that happened, it probably wouldn't have ended well for me. And that's probably would have what stamped me with a crazy title, right? Right. The second step to handling rejection is cry it out, baby. If you are upset, and not just cry it out, but just like let out the emotion. If you're, if it's making you feel some type of way, you have every right to feel that way. Like if you are pissed off, if you're upset, or if you're hurt in any matter by this person rejecting you, that is totally fucking valid. Mm -hmm. You know, you're entitled to feel that way, regardless if you, you know, I always like to say feelings are not facts, but they are still valid. So even if the way that you're feeling, you know, maybe it's not justified because, you know, you guys never officially dated or whatever the situation may be, you're still entitled to feel the way you do. Now, if that person owes you something or not is situational, but you have to release your emotion. So cue the Olivia Rodrigo, cue the good for you and let yourself be a little butthurt. Like, well, and the reason I say that is because it's hard not to take rejection personally, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's hard not to sit here and be like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? Why don't they want me? You know, Mm -hmm. you have to like get that out somehow. And the sooner you do, the sooner you'll be able to move it, move it forward. Mm -hmm. I will say too. Okay. So for those of you who aren't familiar, there is this pretty popular TikToker influencer girl named Tinks, like T-I-N-X. And she has this like famous, like she like talks a lot about dating on her social media platforms and on like different podcasts and stuff. And she has this whole like ritual that she talks about where like you um, have a funeral, a fuckboy funeral, I think it's what it's called. Y'all can fact check me on this on her like TikTok or whatever. But she has this thing that she calls a fuckboy funeral where you give yourself 24 hours to be upset about whatever situationship you were in and whatever like rejection or pain that you're feeling. And then you like take a box of all the shit or like memories or whatever and you just like put it to rest, put it to death, and then you move on as if something died. So you got to just like release the emotion, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, it, it is kind of embarrassing to admit it because no one wants to say like, oh, I'm like hurt that this person I wasn't actually dating rejected me. But like I said, it, it's a valid way to feel like I have a big ego. I know it. I, I will be the first to admit it. So if someone does reject me, I'm like, I take it. I do take it personally. I, I ask myself, I'm like, so why don't you want me? You know, like, mm-hmm. but I just think it's easier to like allow yourself to ask yourself that question. Talk to your friends about it and just get it out and get it out of your system so you can move the fuck on. Right. No, I agree with you. I really like the idea of the fuckboy funeral. I think that's cute. It is cute. Like, especially because we love an alliteration. Right. <laughs> Anything that's like dramatic that could be on a movie, like I want to do it automatically. I love a cheesy ritual. Yes. Like whenever, you know, like the the like cliche sentiment of people like burning up shit or cutting up shit of their exes mm-hmm. that they gave them. I love that. Oh yeah, I know. 
<laughs> Throwback to me and Christian doing our little manifestation ritual thing during the full moon and like ripping up the paper. Oh my God. It's, it, but it really is therapeutic. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, do you want to talk about that? I don't care. Yeah. Tell them. Tell them what happened. Oh. Yeah. I mean, we just, uh, we wrote down like things that we no longer wanted to like keep in our life and whatever it be, like mindset, habits, whatever. Uh, you write it all down and then afterwards you just like take a moment to like basically have a funeral for those things, I guess, in your brain and like let it all settle and be like, all right, I'm getting rid of all of this. And then you rip up the piece of paper and then we threw it outside off of our fire escape. Yeah, dude. And honestly, like I like, I love the idea of doing something like that because it's a physical action to help you like release whatever you're trying to let go of Mm -hmm. instead of just mentally trying to work through it. Right. It's, it's, it makes it a tangible thing. Something, oh, it makes your feelings tangible, which helps you like process them. I think a little bit like more through early, Mm -hmm. It's like the same concept of like journaling almost where like you write it out. So that way you actually like come to term with all of those thoughts Mm -hmm. and boy did it work (laughs) because I feel like after we did that I felt really good about the things I was trying to release and it helped me kind of like keep that momentum going and help me keep stay focused on it right you know Mm -hmm. yeah so definitely like I said cry it out babes step number three to handling rejection reflection think about it why is this happening do you actually suck are you actually unattractive are you actually undesirable? The chances are probably not. You probably don't actually suck. It nine times out of 10 probably has nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Unless you like really fucking embarrassed yourself. Um, you probably didn't do anything that could have stopped this person from like dating you. You know what I mean? Like it, I feel like, especially as women, sometimes we stop and we like, overanalyze the situation to the point where we're like, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't have double texted him or maybe I should have um, like uh, wore this outfit instead of this when we went out together last time. And it's like, if if someone wants you, they're going to want you. Mm-hmm. There's not really much you can do outside of that. If someone is ready and available to be in a relationship, then they're going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for me, I was... I I know for me, like I've been in a situation before where like someone I'm seeing, I was like really into and like expected a little bit more emotionally from, but they weren't ready for it yet. Like, um, yeah, like, and that could be because, uh, they're going through like a hard time emotionally where they're like, oh, I don't know, like where like I don't I don't see myself as an emotionally available person right now or I have a lot going on with work and it's like whatever the excuse is it almost doesn't matter because it has it's not within your control oh yeah no you should only worry about things that are in your control like if you can't control it then like why worry it's just a waste of energy right and to be honest with you on the flip side of that I'll take it a step further if someone rejects you based on something that does have to do with you again is that something that's within your control like maybe okay let's say for example someone rejected you because you got really drunk one night and really embarrassed them in front of like their like close friends or something like that could be a moment you could reflect on and be like oh do i have a drinking problem is my is my like relationship with alcohol affecting my like 
chances of having a healthy and ha- a healthy and happy life. Chances are, if that is true, it's probably not just reflected in your relationships. It's probably reflected in other aspects of your life as well. Um, but if it's something like, oh, uh, I went out to a bar and I hit on this guy and he wasn't interested in me because uh, he told me I'm not his type. Like, you can't really change how you look. You know what I mean? Right, and you can't control, like, how he feels about how you look. Like, it doesn't matter. Right, so it's like, at that point, you just kind of have to be okay with it. For example, I know I am not... This is something I, like, have always talked about and I kind of talked a little bit about on Thought Topic... I know I'm a part, um, I know that I'm a part of the small titty community. I just like, I know it, I embrace it. And some people are just not like, that is just not their jam. Some guys don't want a bitch that dresses kind of goth, that has pink hair. That's not their vibe. I don't know who wouldn't be though, because I'm sexy, but, (laughs) but like, if I'm not their flavor, there's nothing I can do about that. I'm not going to literally fucking dye my hair or like change my fucking titties so that other people so that I will be this like universal idea of what people find attractive you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so to me it's just kind of like don't even waste your energy like being worried about it because like it's not within your control right I would say something I actually experience more often when it comes to dating is sometimes I think my personality is too intense for people which I'm totally okay with because I like my personality and I know that I'm loud and I'm kind of crazy and I'm extroverted and social and whatever. And some people really like find that a turn off. Some like, <laughs> uh, like I, it, and it's not even just with like people I'm dating or like people that I'm attracted to and want to date. Like I've had friends of people I've been dating before say that they like don't really like me because they think I'm like too vulgar or they think I'm like too crazy. And I just find that funny because it's like, one, you're not the one who has to date me. And like, I'm here to stay. Well, I guess not now because I'm single. But <laughs> but I just think it's funny because it's like, I it goes back to the idea of like, you have to focus on what's in your control and not everyone's going to like you. So reflection to the point where it's necessary and within your control, but not reflection past that. The last step Um, to handling rejection, number four, is accept and keep it moving. I know we preach this all the time on Thought Topic, but y'all know your motherfucking worth. Like, if someone's not into you, you're upset about it for your 24 hours, you have your fuckboy funeral, you cry it the fuck out, you think about it, and then you move the fuck on. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sorry. I don't want to bore my friends to death with the details of a guy that I went on a few dates with And then we stop seeing each other for weeks. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I I love Sex in the City. I fucking love that show. But I feel like there's so many episodes where Carrie is just going on about like, and then this guy did this. And now we're not talking anymore. Like, what does it mean? And it's like, girl, who cares? Just move the fuck on. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, well, and also Carrie is problematic. But... (laughs) Different episode. (laughs) Different episode. But yeah, I just feel like once you hit that point of like, once you have done your 24 hour fuckboy funeral process, it's kind of just like beating a dead horse at that point. So you should just like accept it and 
like I said, move the fuck on. Right. Keep it moving. Yeah, I'm of the um, YOLO mindset. Um, I really, uh, I feel with that because it is true. Like as cliche as it is to say YOLO, YOLO. No, literally (laughs) fucking YOLO. Okay, here's the thing too. I feel like what I have noticed in a pattern, (laughs) what I have noticed in a pattern in my, as a pattern in my life is I feel like people who kind of just like fade away and they don't directly say to you, like, I am not seeing you anymore because of X, Y, Z. Like people who kind of just like slowly ghost you or kind of just like give you the hint they're not interested. The drifters. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to, if this hasn't been like, um, been tokened before now, I'm going to, Savannah and I are going to token this now as there's a difference between a ghoster and a drifter. Mm -hmm. Anyway. What I would say about people who are drifters, who kind of like subtly fade away, is they will still come back and hit you up. Oh, yeah. You know, like they they always, I I had a guy say this to me one time who I kind of was ghosting before. He was like, I know you'll be back. They always come back, <laughs> which is Yikes. really fucking dramatic. And also I never came back. So he was wrong in that situation. But most of the time they come back anyway, because they kind of drift away because they want to leave you as an option. Mm -hmm. So it's not worth sitting there and dwelling on like, what does this mean? It means maybe they like you, but they don't like you enough to want to make time for you now. So don't worry about them. Right. Like, why wouldn't you want someone to give you 100%? Like, don't sit there and like, get worked up about someone who would only give like 25% to you, you know? Yeah. Like you want them to gas you the fuck up. Like you want to feel like a queen or a king or however you feel about that. Like you want to feel great and awesome. And if you don't, then it's not worth your time. Dude, seriously. Oh my God. Like, like I, I, this is something I've really felt like this past year and like as I've been single for a few more months, it's like, why would I want someone who doesn't want me? Right. Even like going through like my breakup this past year or like going through like, as I'm like dating new people, I'm like really not that emotionally invested in anybody because like I haven't really gotten that energy from anyone that is like, they're really hyper into me. Like sexually, sure. But like that they're just like, oh my God, I like really want you. You know, so why do you want someone who doesn't want you? Right. You know? Yeah. I I know it's hard because like, I feel like I sound kind of like, I don't know, maybe I sound a little emotionally like distant or cut off because it is hard to like separate your logical thinking of like, oh, well, they don't want me. So why do I want them? But your heart still hurts for them or they still long for them. I, I recognize that that's a hard thing to do. But the sooner you can come to that realization and get to that process the happier and like the less hurt you'll feel and like you just get more experience and get more practice with it Mm -hmm. um before we started talking tonight savannah and i were having a conversation how like in everyone's journey when it comes to relationships they have to get enough experience to the point where they are able to like recognize patterns Mm -hmm. and they're able to work through well everyone has to have enough experience that they arrive to their own journey or they arrive to their own self-discovery or like self-worth acknowledgement mm-hmm. in their own time. Right. So like maybe a couple times you do need to feel hurt until 
you're able to like see someone and then if you get rejected you're like you know what not a big deal right yeah no 100 percent. Like, yeah, yeah i feel like um shit i was just gonna say something fuck it's the adhd for me <laughs> it's okay um just two bitches with adhd you trying to have a podcast <laughs> i feel like the harder you like think of the thought the more it drifts away from you no i mean it like goes back to your know your worth like type of mindset or like like people talk about how certain people have high standards, but it's just you knowing your worth. It's mm-hmm. like you knowing like what you're willing to deal with, what you're willing to put time in because like you don't have a lot of time at the end of the day. And like, I feel like definitely as you get older, you realize that more and it like sounds like a cliche because that's what all the like old people say. Sure. But you know, there's a reason why they all say it. It's because it's true. Like you have to know like what oh, you're willing to like put time and energy into because like, you only have so much time to put that energy into things. So why make it shitty shit? You know, why mm-hmm. make it stuff that you're not going to care about in five years? I like talk about it all the time, but I'm like, if you are not going to remember this person <laughs> five years, they're, they're not worth your time now. Like it literally doesn't matter. You're probably not going to remember them a year from now. So it really doesn't matter. Right. Well, and I think too, I mean, that definitely goes a, along the, as you said, YOLO mindset that goes, <laughs> that's definitely like correlated to that. But I also think too, like maybe I, I think there's also this internalized issue as women that we like we don't have to deal with like dating rejection as much because like, okay. In like a heteronormative sense, like men typically ask women out and then we either accept a date with them or we reject them. Right. Or we accept sex with them and then we reject them. But women have to go through the fear of rejection. Like after you have sex or after you go on a date with somebody, if they want to see you again. Mm -hmm. And I think because of that, like, we're constantly like it's rare that women end up in a heteronormative sense in a position of power Mm -hmm. that like it's almost like that's why we internalize it so deeply and we're like oh my god is it me and then we dwell on it we get really upset we get really hung up on it until like yeah you do come to that realization where it's like I don't have to give up my power by like, I'm not giving up my power. I'm not compromising anything about myself by someone rejecting me. Like it really has nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like just because you have sex with somebody or you go on a date with them and it doesn't work out, you didn't lose time. You learned something from it. You're like, Oh, this is not a person I'm compatible with. I can move on, you know, and I can now find the person I am compatible with. So it's just kind of like, Yes, like your feelings are valid and you should feel them and get allow yourself the time to feel them. But that's why you got to keep it moving and you it, and you shouldn't dwell on the reasons like why you did or didn't work out with somebody, right. you know? Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't really matter what the reason is. The fact of the matter is they didn't treat you the way that you want to be treated. So therefore, why do you 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 shouldn't you don't want that. Right. Um I also quoted this earlier before we started recording, but Warson Shire, shout out. She's one of my favorite contemporary poets. Um, y'all might be familiar with her if you are a fan of Beyonce because um, her poetry was featured in the Beyonce visual album of Lemonade. And she's worked with like a lot of different artists and has great poetry books. But anyway, one of my favorite quotes from Warson Shire is, why do we find the unavailable so alluring? And I, you know... I think we are, we also live in this culture that's like obsessed with validation and instant gratification. And so when we can't achieve something that, or achieve something that we find attainable, it drives us nuts. Mm -hmm. Um, Our society is structured that way. Our, 
just everything about like our social media and the way that our culture is shifting is structured that way. So, you know, we internalize it more and it causes us to be upset more, but I hope that in hearing all of this, it kind of puts in perspective and kind of like, um, separates the emotion from how you might be feeling and you're able to hear this and really think about like, okay, why do I want this person that doesn't want me? Why do I desire? Maybe, maybe it's because they provide me with a certain sense of validation that I could provide for myself, you know? So I think it's important to always ask ourselves those questions and to just keep it moving and really find what, find your worth and know it. Mm -hmm. As a love said in our episode before, Mm -hmm. Um, I, I believe it was know your worth and require it. Was that it? I don't, I think it was, I think it it was something, or it was like, know your standards and require it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, you can fact check it. Go back and listen to the episode if I'm wrong, but yeah, (laughs) know your worth babies. Thought tip, RCRA, recognition, cry, reflection, accept. Let's get it. Let's fucking get it. Woo. Thought therapist is on her shit today. Let's go. All right, y'all. So that is all I have for you this week. So it is time for our last segment of the show, which is a thought anthem of the week. A thought anthem is a song that makes you feel sexy, empowered, like a bad bitch, like a thoughty that makes your pussy wet, that makes your cheeks clap. I don't know, all the above. So this week, Savannah and I were sitting and discussing a few different thought anthems. And I came to the realization that I have not had one of the baddest bitches as an artist for our thought anthems yet. And I've been doing the show for like almost like a year, over a year. And so it's only fair that this week is our thought anthem is Sex With Me by Rihanna. Hello. Like, first of all, Savannah is not only a huge Rihanna fan. I mean, who the fuck isn't? But like, what the fuck is wrong with me like why have i not had a rihanna song yet it's too busy it's because i'm too busy picking like i don't know whatever is on my like running playlist that week or whatever (laughs) whatever is popular on tiktok that week that's true well because yeah but sex with me is such a banger first of all thoughty song sex with me hello that is thought behavior period um rihanna also fucking sexy Name a person that doesn't find Rihanna attractive. I'll wait. If you do, you're racist. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's true. She's so you're sexy. literally telling me she is my, my queen, my is she love. Your, is she your background still? No, she wasn't. The iconic photo of her um, putting in a light bulb with <laughs> pink heels on. My favorite. Oh, my God. I fucking love Rihanna. Ass out. It's great. Okay, I think this relates to the theme this week because it's, you know, we just wrapped up the the section of rejection with knowing your worth, which is, you know, what we're always preaching at Thought Topic. And the lyrics of the song are literally sex with me so amazing. All this hard work, no vacation. Stay off my Instagram with your temptation. Like, if there's a bitch who knows her pussy is popping and that we should all aspire to be like, it is motherfucking Rihanna. She, this bitch knows she's hot because only a hot bitch would come up with their own lingerie line. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who is also like a singer. She has a makeup line. Like she's, Rihanna has literally since the day one of her making music has been trying to help us be hotter, badder bitches. And so obviously her music's reflected in that. We buy her fucking Fenty lip gloss. We buy her fucking Savage X Fenty uh, lingerie because she, Rihanna is literally trying to help. She's trying to help us out. She's trying to help us thotties out. She's like, can y'all get your shit together and look good? and know your worth, and know that your pussy's popping, and that sex with you is amazing. Also, the beat of it is just sexy. Like, if you ever have sex with a song, just do it. <laughs> That's why I think this is a very valid thought anthem. Clearly, I'm very passionate about this this week. Um, Savannah, do you have any further thoughts on sex with me? <laughs> oh, no, that is my thought anthem, like, quite literally. For so life. Yeah. For life. Oh, man. All right, y'all. So that is all I have for you this week. I hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure this weekend you get out there, you listen to Sex With Me. Whatever you have planned for this weekend, make sure you put on Sex With Me and you really just like recognize how bad of a motherfucking bitch you are. And um, yeah, and text your friends your Yelp reviews of your latest hookups. So with that being said, it has been a great episode. If you enjoyed this episode of The Thought Topic, make sure you share it with a friend, rate us five stars, and leave us a review. Hello, we just talked about how important reviews are, so leave us a review. Um, You also can follow The Thought Topic at The Thought Topic on Instagram and Twitter. There is a zero in thought. You can also follow me at Creshton Sanchez, that is C-R-E-S-H-T-U-N-S-A-N-C-H-E-Z. Um, make sure you check out our website, check out our merch. You can also follow Savannah at XO Savannah Rose on Instagram, Twitter. What else? Anything else you want them to follow me on? TikTok? Oh, oh, you're not on Twitter. You can also follow Savannah on Instagram, Twitter, on just Instagram. Yeah, and so, ooh, I'm a mess. So that is all I have for y'all this week. Make sure you stay tuned. We have some very few special guests lined up and you're not going to want to miss it. So make sure you hit subscribe and I will see you all next time. Mwah!